0: Morning. welcome to the Australian Early Finance briefing for Wednesday, the fourth of November. My name is Nick, here in Melbourne. Starting with the big RBA news yesterday. Yes, Dr. Lowe delivered largely as we expected. Bond buying program of a hundred billion Australian dollars, and a cut in the cash rate to zero point one percent from zero point two five. That was all as expected. The key surprise is that the hundred billion dollar amount does not include the zero to three year duration only to 10 so that means the 0 to 3 is uncapped and you're willing to spend whatever it takes. In addition he he mentions that why did he choose the 100 billion? Analyst estimates were just over 100 billion, the mean estimate, and he says that 100 billion is sort of where he's found the, the, an effective amount on markets looking at other central banks. So it equates to 5% of GDP and generally in other countries that that's the right amount. What his statement says is that the combination of the RBA's bond purchases and lower interest rates across the yield curve was expected to assist the econ- economic recovery by lowering financing costs of the borrowers, contributing to a lower exchange rate than otherwise would have been the case, and supporting asset prices and balance sheets, while term funding of the bank banks was contributing to low funding costs and supporting the supply of credit to the economy yeah pretty pretty much as we as we expected so what's the impact on the balance sheet of all this extra buying so it's expected that the balance sheet will increase from about 300 billion to 550 billion which equates to 27.5 percent of gdp that's according to bill evans at westpac so it's quite a lot and compared to the us it's Only a little bit less, but what's more interesting is where we've come from. So that huge increase, you know, it's it's tripled, it's a 300% increase, and that will mean that, you know, compared to the US, they're at about 33%, which is only an 85% increase from where they were prior to the pandemic. As Dr. Lowe's mentioned in prior statements to the media, This program will, it has no sort of fixed end date and the measures he's looking at is realised inflation, not forecast inflation, which is a shift that he's made this year and employment moving in the right direction. So all that's fairly as expected, just the key thing there, the sort of unlimited zero to three year purchasing. And moving to quant funds now, the FT is running an article highlighting just how 2020 has not been the year for quant funds. They've underperformed dismally. Quant funds are typically funds that look at some sort of of categorical factor, such as size, value, momentum, these sorts of things. And these, they typically find, okay, classify value stocks, backtest them on as much backtest data as possible to go, okay, well, clearly this performs or provides an, an alpha or you know above average return therefore let's sort of run a strategy doing this. The one that has sort of performed well is Momentum and that's driven by the sort of tech boom but the rest have really underperformed. What they highlight is that the average US quant equity fund has only returned at 3.3% in the year to the end of September, that's according to Merrill Lynch compared to an average normal equity fund, which has returned 8.3, and even the Russell 1000 index, 6.4%. So yeah, they've, they've really underperformed. And as well, they, definitive mentions that three quarters of Quant surveyed in, in October found that their models had been hurt by COVID-19. And more importantly, 12% have declared that they're Whole models are obsolete so that's a real worry there and it, it does seem that the, the, it's a relatively easy strategy of just finding some factor and then back testing it to see if it works it isn't really the recipe to instant riches that it once was and moving to the markets now obviously we've got the US election but the futures for the S&P 500 are showing a rise of about 1% Coming up here in Australia, we have the retail sales data for September. Month on month, it's looking like it's going to be about minus 1.5%. And then quarter on quarter for Q3, they're expecting a 6% growth, which is compared to the 3.4% contraction in the prior quarter. That's our update for Wednesday. Have a great day.